The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Lions win and make it two in a row. Welcome into the Pride of Detroit post-game show for the Detroit Lions. Yes, the Lions have beaten the stinky little bears and sent them squealing. The Lions are now winning two in a row and they've done it against NFC North opponents. There might have been an outside chance maybe the Lions suddenly were in play were in contention from some divisional standing, but unfortunately I think the Vikings went ahead and beat the Bills last second. But hey, you know what? You get wins over the Vikings, you get wins over the Bears, and it feels good. It feels good. I don't want to hear about draft position. I saw some Bears already trying to cope talking about draft position. I don't care. I do not care. Wins like this, it's all that the Lions have wanted is to build respect for their name. And this was a game where I feel like they were given a task. If you watch that broadcast, I'm not one who likes to go and talk about where broadcasters are thinking, but the storyline coming into this game was, oh my God, Justin Fields had an amazing game last week and this is going to be the coming out party. He's just going to sit there and tee off on the Detroit Lions. And to be fair, he did his damage. He did plenty of, plenty of damage. He had 147 yards rushing on the, gr- on the ground, two touchdowns on the ground, two more touchdowns through the air. He was dealing damage. He was the reason the Bears were just destroying the Lions here in various phases. But you know what? The Lions were able to hold in there and they played very strong and they got they, they had their key pieces come up where they needed them most. We could go all throughout there. We could start on the defense, which I feel like for a 31 to 30 game, the defense being that story, the defense being the Jeff Okuda pick six as we got some Buckeye and Buckeye action going. And Jeff Okuda, of course, you know, stumbling to to catch up with Justin Fields immediately taking to the house the other way. But you keep pace with the Bears that way. Jeff Okuda with a pick six. You go to the end of the game where Aiden Hutchinson has the sack on the final drive for the Bears. Then immediately turn around and it's Julian Okwara sealing the deal as the entire Lions pass rush brings the house, keeps missing, missing Justin Fields. Okwara is the one to seal the deal. Two sacks on Justin Fields to really put this game away. Having your defense come up big, especially on a day where I thought Kirby Joseph didn't play that well. Kirby Joseph obviously had his big game against the Packers and was kind of putting on some self-inflicted wounds there as well. Um, Isaiah Bugs a little bit of a self-inflicted wound too. But, you know, you, you overcome the damage that was done. I thought Alex Anzalone played a great game too. 
So you got to give it up to the defense who at points looked like they really couldn't deal with Justin Fields, but Dan Campbell spoke in the press in the post-game press conference and mentioned that they really don't have anyone who can quarterback spy someone like Justin Fields right now. And he's a remarkable rusher. He really is, you know. He, again, he leads the, he there was no real way to catch Justin Fields other than to try to keep him in down and distance and force him to throw from the pocket as he did. Lions were able to do that. Now on offense, Lions had Jared Goff step up mercifully at the right time. There were some bad sacks that I thought Jared Goff took uh, late in the game. But the good news is, is that Amon Ra St. Brown is back. Once again, another 10 reception, 119-yard day as he returns to the fold in his production. Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy with one reception on the day, but what a reception it was late in the game in the fourth quarter to give you 44 yards to set you up as Jamal Williams continues to pound and get touchdowns in <laughs> get touchdowns late in that game. Ultimately, at the end of the day, too, a missed PAT for the Chicago Bears that decided this game wasn't going to be a tie. Lot happening, lot happened in this game, a lot of energy and a lot of frustration. This was the this was a very back and forth game. And I can't, I cannot fault fans who when the when the when the Bears did go up, what was the, what was the most they went up at? They went up something like 24 to 10. I and the Lions punted. I couldn't fault fans if they felt like it was time to start reeling it in because we felt like we've seen this before. And Justin Fields was getting touchdowns on you, especially the way that the first half played out as well, where. The Bears and the Lions both had incredibly long drives. Uh, I think it was like a four and a half minute field goal drive to start the game for the Bears. So just over seven minutes, Lions answer. Three minutes for a punt for the Chicago Bears. But then also the Bears having Bears and Lions trading two seven yard drives. A very fast first half giving way to a flurry of scoring in the second. And a lot of that was j damage that Justin Fields could do to this team. And some of those wounds were lying self-inflicted. There were several times I think Kirby Joseph stumbled down on a Cole Komet touchdown. Cole Komet uh, and I think another Bears player were basically wide open in several busted coverage situations. And that's really where, that's really where Justin Fields was able to get a lot of those passing touchdowns where the, the broadcast team was gushing about him. But Lions were busting that coverage. What can you do? The good news is, as I said, the Lions may have inflicted a lot of wounds on themselves, but they also made sure to take advantage of what they were given. The Bears were given a lot of penalties in this game. Lions took advantage of that and made them pay. Held, the, held them deep, took advantage of the drive where they got a lot of those penalty yardage. When it was time to seal the deal, the defense came, stepped up, did exactly what they needed to, and sacked, sacked Justin Fields twice. Every Lions game, I feel like, is watching an unpolished team. And it's always a question of, is this going to be the week there's going to be more mistakes that, that blow it for them, or, or is the discipline that they're working towards going to shine through. In this case, it was the latter. 
the Lions were able to overcome some of the mistakes they made. Again, blown coverages, especially in the secondary, but they were able to make up for that with a, with a pick six, with sacks, with big plays. And I think we are starting to see the flashes of where the Lions team wants to be with those big plays. Now, granted, they've been doing it against Aaron Rodgers, who's a quarterback now that I think we can all admit is not as great as he used to be. And the Lions offensive line is not great either. But to sit there and deal with Justin Fields, especially when you're not equipped to deal with Justin Fields, when you don't have that quarterback spy right there, is remarkable. And it's remarkable the offense at this point at, during the game didn't wilt. We didn't have that second half uh, where the where the offense just decided they were just not going to play. They had they put together several they put together two touchdown drives, and they were able to keep the game going and. I think there was worry at the end that maybe they had scored a little too quickly, giving Justin Fields a little bit too much time. Ultimately, didn't matter. What matters is getting in the end zone and getting those points. This is the first time for Dan Campbell that he now has two wins in a row. That matters. And it matters that it comes against your divisional opponents. These are teams you're going to be playing for a while. You need to perfect how you're going to be taking them on. Justin Fields is going to be in this division for a long time. The Lions eventually will have to develop someone and get someone on, on team who is going to be able to spy him right now. But for right now, what has been the goal for the season? It's about building respect and it's about building, it's about building progress for your players. And as we've seen in the last couple of weeks, it's been the names that I think the Lions expect for their youth. I think ultimately, like a lot of other teams, the Lions are caught between the question of building respect and playing for draft position. Now, playing for draft position sounds great in theory, but you ultimately can't control it, and most organizations would rather play for that respect, and the Lions are doing just that. It continues to be a referendum on Jared Goff. He played unevenly in this game, but he made, he made the necessary drives where he needed to. That will be taken into consideration as we get closer and closer to the end of the year. But more importantly, you keep looking to progress from your younger players. Even Tom Kennedy getting involved, but also Amon Ra, but as always, Amon Ra, St. Brown, and your defense. The real question I still have in this game is looking towards DeAndre Swift as he continues to not really get very involved in this game. Six carries for six yards is bad. And it's bringing down a lot of the ground game with him as the Lions average just 3.1 yards in their rush game for 95 yards total. Now, this is a team that always has said they want to run the football, that they want to pound it down their throat. And once again, the Lions have to win otherwise, in a different way, which is throwing the football. Now, it works out for them, but at some point, you if you, if you want running the football to be your mission... You're going to need your, your, your supposed top running back to step up in that regard. You're also going to need better play for your offensive line. I didn't think the offensive line played very well today. They had a lot of problems. They had a lot of holes, but they're, they'll have to keep working on that. Going into next week, the Lions will be playing the Giants. And the Giants, I mean, I, I'll go back and forth with Jeremy about that. I still think the Giants are good, but and the Giants pick up another win against the Texans right now. But... At 7-2, it would be something if the Lions can hang a victory over a Giants team that is emboldened right now. I think they will be in for a uh, threat to stop someone like 
Saquon Barkley. But suddenly, if you're if you're suddenly getting four wins on the season, Lions will start to see more respect. And I think the calls for Dan Campbell's job that were very, very loud just a few weeks ago will start to quiet. It hates that it has to be this seesaw going back and forth, back and forth. But I really do think there is some progress to this team right now. It's all about getting people to buy in. It's all about getting people to play for your culture. We're going to wrap up the post-game show here. This will be out in your fields, feeds, excuse me, fields, geez. Tonight, Sunday, look for the POD cast on your feeds Monday morning. As always, we'll see you starside. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.